Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We've launched a Patreon page where you can support us and get access to some extra content about wartime life in Ukraine. Our latest episode is about the transport system in times of invasion. Link to the Patreon page is in the description to this episode. Thank you. My name is Artem and here is the news. For 84 days, Ukrainians fight against the Russian invasion. The President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, signed decrees on the extension of the period of martial law in Ukraine and on the extension of the period of general mobilization, reports Ukrainform. The decrees require parliament approval. Both periods should have ended on May 25th, but will be extended by another 90 days. In his video address, Zelensky said that the Ukrainian army and all those who defend the state must have all legal tools to act. He stressed that Kherson, Melitopol, Berdyansk, Enerhodar, Mariupol and all the other cities and communities that are under occupation should know that Ukraine will return. The US Senate confirmed Bridget Brink to be ambassador to Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. A career diplomat, Brink specializes in South Europe and Georgia, but from 2019 was US ambassador in Slovakia. She will take up the position that has been vacant for three years. President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, announced EU intention to provide Ukraine with new macrofinancial assistance in the amount of up to 9 billion euros in 2022, reports Interfax Ukraine. She added that the EU intends to lead efforts aimed at the reconstruction of post-war Ukraine. This work will be based on the principle of combining investment with immediate reforms. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that the main focus of the enemy is on the Donetsk direction, reports Ukraine now. The Russian forces shelled Ukrainian positions along the entire front line and tried to conduct offensives, but without visible success. The Occupation Military Command of the Donetsk region plans to forcefully mobilize students of higher educational institutions to fight against the Ukrainian troops. In the Kharkiv direction, the main efforts of the occupiers were focused on maintaining its positions. As a result of the offensive, Ukrainian troops liberated the settlement of the Mentivka. The use of sabotage and reconnaissance groups by the enemy is noted in the area. The Air Force of Ukraine and anti-aircraft units of the army hit one plane and one missile. Ukrainian planes successfully hit storage of enemy equipment, according to preliminary data destroyed about 20 armored vehicles, ammunition and personnel. In the Donetsk and Lugansk regions, defenders of Ukraine repulsed 16 enemy attacks yesterday, destroying 8 tanks, 17 armored and 6 military vehicles. 10 civilians in the cities of Donetsk region were killed and 7 were injured as a result of shelling by the Russian forces yesterday, reports Interfax Ukraine. Among the dead are two children, one in Liman and one in Bakhmut. Mariupol City Council informed that due to constant Russian shelling and airstrikes at the facilities of the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol, a concentrated solution of hydrogen sulfide could have entered the Sea of Azov, reports Romatske. They warned that it could completely kill the flora and fauna of the Sea of Azov. Further, dangerous substances can enter the Black and Mediterranean Seas. Comeback Allow Foundation that focuses on helping the defenders of Ukraine has reported that since the beginning of the Russian full-scale invasion on February 24th, they collected 100 million US dollars, reports Interfax Ukraine. 
The Foundation's team expressed its gratitude to everyone who is not indifferent, who joined the help of the Ukrainian army and encouraged them to continue supporting the Ukrainian defenders. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.